Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in that sense, I guess, yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, do you go, do you not go? I mean, like they say, you know, I mean, there's threats all the time, and, you know, the show must go on. You know, you're not going to cancel it or anything like that. So, I mean, I guess you want you got to risk it. It's truly a deadly game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, I know it was very fitting, because once I heard that last night, I'm like, all right, you know, there was all the talk, you know, because of the whole the old school deadly game tournament and then the title tournament this year. And I said, yeah. oh, you know, that kind of lines up nice. Let me uh, play the uh, the old song, you know, to intro the show and everything. And then what year was that one? That was 98, that one. 98, yeah. That was a, yeah, that was, that was yeah. a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, back in, the, back in the, uh, the, the glory days, you know. Yeah, that was the one when the Rock beat Mankind, right, for the, uh, for the belt? Yeah, yeah, when uh, the Rock turned and uh, joined the corporation. Yep. Oh, that was a classic. Yeah, yeah, that was back in the uh, the height of the Attitude Era and the uh, the the better days. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was back when uh when I when I started watching, I was a very little kid, and that was back in the early '80s when it started to get really, really popular. And then I stopped watching. I would say around WrestleMania eight, I think. But I started working with a friend of mine in at a movie theater, um, Justin, who also he writes for the Enoughadot.com website too, and he really got us all back in wrestling. And we got back right at the height of the Attitude Era, and me and my friends that all grew up together started getting back into it with Justin. So it was really like it was a great time, obviously, to become a fan of wrestling again. So it, oh, uh, yeah. ever since I've been, I've been back on the bandwagon ever since, really. Yeah, I mean that was I mean that was the time when you know that's when it was more you know became mainstream again and everybody was talking about it you know and, and I mean it was it was exciting it was great to uh, be a fan at that time yeah because I mean, uh, like kind Rock of like, and Stone Cold they all went like really uh, mainstream they were all they were on Saturday Night Live and they started making the movies and everything so it really came back into the forefront of of the public at that point like after the Rock and wrestling with Hulk Hogan it kind of died down but then with Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, Undertaker got popular again. It really, really came back to the public forefront. Yeah, and that's what everybody's kind of waiting for now. Is like the, you know, how it goes in cycles. You know, when it kind of, you know, it's up and down and back up again. And it's like now it's kind of in the the downturn again. Everybody's still waiting, you know, for, you know, some something different. You know, like the whole Stone Cold Rock thing. It was a totally different product than they had put out there in the past. And then we're just yeah, waiting think, for that uh, now, think, you know. I think that's kind of why Vince has uh, started doing some stuff with MMA, you know, like with Ronda Rousey and everything. I don't know how far that'll go because they're saying she won't wouldn't appear at WrestleMania. But, you, you know, that could be a work, too. But um, I think he's just trying to see what else is out there that he can cross-promote <laughs> with. And yeah. that's part of it. I think I, from, from my thinking, MMA and WWE really do kind of go hand-in-hand. Um I realize that one of them is scripted and one of them is real, but as far as the athleticism, it's kind of the same skill set. I mean, one of them is a little more bloodthirsty because they're trying to tap each other out for real, but I really right. think those two... I think the UFC and WWE really should work together to cross-promote each other. They're still both working on a pay-per-view model. I mean, WWE is changing it with their network, but the, it's, it just seems to me, that commercial-wise, that they should be more hand-in-hand to try to get uh get more people interested in it in the mainstream you know yeah pretty much yeah because i mean it's like you said they kind of go off the same uh model you know i mean they're both trying to promote you know these these big events and still create these characters 
like even like you said, like MMA guys. I mean, they're it's just it's real. You're really kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you still need to create, you know, the the characters and get people to buy into the uh, the product about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, which is and true. I, I do think, yeah, and you can see that's kind of what the uh, you can kind of see that is what the UFC and MMA is trying to do now is to create these characters, get people behind them to, you know, drive those people to buy the events. Yeah, because, part, I mean, it's true. With MMA, they are characters, too. They, they, I mean, they have guys named Rampage and Shogun. Like, they're characters. They, I mean, their fighting is obviously real, but the persona they're putting out there, it's it's a character. Yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's really, I mean, if they were to, uh, I mean, I know that there was that, you know, I remember a month or two ago, I know Dana White came out and, you know, about the whole, said something about, you know, wrestling being fake and that kind of stuff and that kind of sort of big backlash on him. I know uh, yeah. Bubba Ray, I remember, went after him and was like, oh, you know, you don't know anything about it. And then Dana White came back and said, you know, I didn't mean it was fake that it's fake because it's like, I get it, you know, the athleticism and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's like if the two of them could work together, you know, I think it could uh, be great for uh, both promotions. Yeah, I think part of it, too, is that Dana White wants to stand out there and be like, hey, we're real, we're none of this little baby kid stuff with wrestling and blah, blah, blah. But both of them, Vince and Dana White, are both great promotional men. I mean, and they both are after the same thing, money. They should both be looking at each other and be like, hey, we can do this together and make money. Like, instead of fighting about this silliness, they, should, they honestly could just do it together and make a shitload of money. Yeah, and especially now, too, like the WWE's been doing all that stuff now with ESPN. They're working with them a lot, yeah. you know, promoting stuff on there. So, I mean, in, in that regard, they're and they've been having a lot more people lately, you know, on talk shows and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, you see The Undertaker on uh, Kimmel last week, I think it was. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. In, I did not uh, know that. Oh yeah, there was a. I saw the video the next day. The Undertaker was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he uh, tombstoned uh, somebody uh, dressed up as a turkey, you know, for for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and you know, I didn't know. There's been a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been a lot more people, you know, on the late night talk shows again, kind of like the uh, the Attitude Era days when you know, like The Rock and Stone Cold would be on the show. So it's like they're trying to, you know, get get back out there in the mainstream again. It's just. It would just be nice if the product itself would would match that, and you know people could get behind it. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I, one of the, I think, and me and Justin have talked about this a few times. One of the huge missteps I think they've taken, they have one of those guys that cross cross promoted as far as being in ring talent and on television, and it's the Miz. That guy, when he's on any talk show, he's hilarious. <laughs> he come and he still plays up his character, but he's still very like. I don't know. He's just he's got it. He's got a very good personality for it and they just they do nothing with him. They bury him week yeah. in and week out. And it's just yeah. he was a main eventer at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. And now he comes in and does his little T V show and gets beat up every once in a while. Like yeah. to me it doesn't make sense. That kid is very, very good on the mic and he's very good in the ring and they do nothing with him. Yeah, because like I mean when he's out there and he's talking, you know, he really the crowd really gets behind him as like being a real heel you know they do not it's kind of like an old school heel type you know vibe from him where you know the crowd just hates them but like i said they just yeah, exactly. don't do anything with him and, and he's been up and down so much like you said he main evented wrestlemania a couple of years back then after that just kind of the bottom dropped out the next thing you know 
I know he was fighting for the Intercontinental title for a while, back and forth, and then he was a face, he was a heel, they kept, like, turning him back and forth, and they had the whole thing with uh, him and uh, Damian Mizdow, which they dropped the ball on that one as well. Yeah, they completely I mean, just forgot about that. That thing just got, that just disappeared. Like, it was just over. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the two yeah, of them, it was this great thing. They were waiting for this big, you know, blow-off and a feud, and then they had one match on Raw, and then... And that was it. That was it, yeah. <laughs> like, they had that like, set up to guys... be a perfect mid-card match at a pay-per-view. Like, that's a perfect fourth or fifth match that they've built up for months, and they gave it to you for free on Raw one night, and that was it. It was over. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, that's done, and, uh, and move on. And I feel bad for, you know, Damian Sandow after that, you know, he kind of yeah, where the hell is he? Cause, yeah, because they did Him and Richard Kimball are on the run. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, because they're doing the thing with him and uh, Curtis Axel for a while at the, you know, the yeah, Hulk Mega Hogan and everything. And then Hulk Hogan went off. Yeah. Yeah, Hogan did his his things came out, then they dropped that totally. Now the two of them, I think, are you know working the house shows only and like oh. the the B shows for superstars and stuff that. Nobody even watches, so who would know? <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. I haven't seen either one of them on television in months. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's funny. I mean, they get these these great, you know, characters and stuff that they start to create, and they just kind of forget about it. Well, they don't know what they're doing at times with certain guys that are talented like that. It just seems like if it's not something on Vince's agenda, it won't get through, you know? I mean... Damien Mizdow, that character was completely grassroots. It was a jokey thing, and it got so over with that crowd, and then it just disappeared. Like, people loved yeah. it. They thought they really got behind that character, but it just didn't seem like something they really, that WWE really wanted to, you know, to, to develop any further after that. So they just forgot about him, and he hasn't been on television since. And that's it. Yeah, that's, that's what happens weird. half the time. They They start you know, these these feuds or some sort of an angle, and then just kind of after a couple of weeks, they kind of uh, lose interest in it, it seems, and then just kind of uh, fades away, and everybody forgets about it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, even like if you look at the pay-per-view tonight, the, they're doing one Survivor Series match. It's yeah. not even... Which, uh, which, even know still, who which still has not yet. Even, even now, it's the day of the event, and it's still not... Uh, announced yeah, yet what crazy. it will <laughs> what it will be at least something yeah. you know? okay there'll be one match and I'm guessing probably this one I bet it's probably gonna end up being on the uh, the pre-show something like yeah, that yeah I mean we'll who knows throw it together point, yeah because I mean yeah, who I mean they got they got about ten guys that that aren't doing anything tonight so you can figure out that it's basically gonna be you know it'll be Cesaro there'll be um, the new day isn't doing anything I don't think right um, right yeah yeah. Yeah, you can see who will probably be in it. Yeah, but I'm not having any spoilers. Yeah, because I know uh, know you and uh, Justin, I know you did your uh, predictions there on uh, enoughwith.com the other day, you know, going going through the the, uh, whole card and everything. And yeah, there's really not too many uh, matches announced. I mean, we have, you know, I think they have five uh, altogether. I think they have five announced. They have the two. Semifinal matches. There's Dolph yeah, Ziggler, Bree, and then, the women's match, yeah, and then the Undertaker. Match the, and, uh, the Undertaker yeah, match. The Undertaker and Kane versus the 
the Wyatts, which I know we were talking originally. I know that said that they really should have done a Survivor Series match with that, with the Wyatt family and Undertaker and Kane, and you know get two other guys. Yeah, it would just seem. You know, I don't so, know. It just seemed like that made so much more sense. I I thought that's what they were going to do. They'd have Undertaker and Kane, and then pick up two more dudes. I don't know who the other two dudes would have been, but maybe two next guys to you know two new right. talent to bring up. You know. Yeah, just anything. It seemed like know. yeah, it seemed like that's what they were going for. You know, oh, there's four members of the Wyatt family. You know, it's perfect for a uh, four-on-four Survivor Series match. But uh, no, we're just going to do a standard uh, tag match. You know, with uh, yeah, with these guys. You know, I mean, you have it right there. You know, it's a Survivor Series. I mean, and if you're not planning on ending the feud tonight, you know, if it's going to go on for another month or so, depending on what the plans are. I mean, why not do a Survivor Series match and, uh, you know, keep it classic? <laughs> yeah, have something where if if you are going to keep the – because I don't know if they're planning on Undertaker, Wyatt again at WrestleMania, but if you're not going to – if you're going to keep the feud going, why not do a 4-4 four and, four and then make it so there's some kind of weirdo ending so that the feud can keep going, you know? Right, yeah, I mean uh... – you have it there, and I mean, I know that they don't, like we said here, that seems like over the past, uh, you know, decade or so, you know, they've really shied away from the whole Survivor Series uh, format itself, you know, saying, oh, you know, I guess they think that people don't want to watch a show with all elimination matches anymore. Yeah, which uh, I don't get, because uh, we said that, I said this in our me and Justin's review is that that's part of the appeal is that it's completely different than any other pay-per-view. This and the Royal Rumble have two different aspects that make it unique and make you want to watch it. And they completely take it away from this now. It's just another show. It's, it's yeah, and especially at this point. Odd. Yeah, and at this point, too, when you think, uh, now I could get it, you know, when I guess when they were, you know, basing everything on pay-per-view buys, you know, I guess you could say, oh, well, you know, if the championship isn't defended, you know, maybe people won't buy the event. But now with it being on the on the network, I mean, why not just go for a whole show, especially for Survivor Series? I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter anymore. You can just throw another live event on like they do anyway in a couple of weeks and say, okay, here's your championship match this time. You know, do a elimination match and build up to the title match the following month. Yeah, I mean, that's how they used to do it. That's how it organically happened, like back in the day. You'd have the Survivor Series match, and that would just create more feuds for you. Like you'd have a break off of what two guys that were in a match that really beat the crap out of each other, and they would fight at the next pay-per-view. Like it just it made more sense that way. But now it's, I don't know, it's just one-on-one matches over and over again, and they're going to throw in tonight. They're going to throw us a bone with five mid-carters that weren't doing anything <laughs> anyway, so they're putting them in a match together. Yeah, and then there'll probably be a quick uh, a quick uh, five-minute match, something like that. Guys just getting eliminated, you know, one after another, you know, one big Oh, move, yeah, there'll okay, be ten guys in the match. And then, yeah, it'll be 11 minutes long, ten guys in a match, 11 minutes long. It's going to be it'll, – it'll, it'll be a joke. Yeah, I mean, and that's saying, oh, well, you had your, your uh, elimination match. You guys can be happy. Uh, we'll see you again next year. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly what will happen. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the uh, the tournament? Who do you think – what do you think is going to play out uh, in that one? Um, I'd like to see I, – I, it's clearly Roman Reigns' time to shine, I guess. But I really think that Ambrose should get the belt 
and then they should make Reigns go heel because I think they're lacking a big heel now with Seth Rollins gone. It seems to me they're not really behind Kevin Owens, and he's a very good heel. But yeah. I think that it, I my my thought is that Ambrose should win tonight. They should do it clean, and then at the end have Reigns attack him or whatever to go with the authority or something. Make Rome make Roman the new authority member. I think that's how it should go, but who the hell knows how they're going to do it. I mean, Sheamus still yeah, has the uh, <clears throat> money in the bank. He could come in. Who knows? I don't know what they're – I mean, yeah. it's actually it's – it's, it's a good problem for them to have tonight because yeah. I don't really know how it's going to work. So yeah. they're keeping they me guessing. It. Yeah, it's like hopefully they just don't make the uh, the wrong choice, you know, and, and turn uh, – as long as they don't turn Ambrose, I think that's the, the thing everybody's afraid of is that they would turn yeah, and, Ambrose heel, and that I think would just fall flat. You know, if he turns on Reigns, I think I mean, he'd still be getting think, cheered yeah. over him. Yeah, and the crowd is going to really turn on Reigns even worse than they did last year at the Rumble. It, it'll be it'll be bad for him if Ambrose goes heel because the, he's he's what they want. The crowd wants Ambrose right now. The, the, the kids love him, and it's just uh, it, the way. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean he's a he's a fresh uh, character. You know, ever since you know yeah. the Shield broke up uh, last year, you know, and this kind of crazy lunatic. Thing and I know it was kind of like similar to like when uh, Stone Cold first came around. You know, it's just something different. You know, he just kind of does his own thing. It's not a real character or anything like that. He just you know goes out there, wrestles in his jeans and t-shirt. You know, and and people yep. like that. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. That and the Stone Cold comparison is, I think, correct. He, it's very, it's it's an organic thing. He just came up. And people love him because the way he's playing the character is the way he is, it seems. You know, he's, like you said, he's got his jeans on, he's got a T-shirt, he's just a guy in there beating the crap out of other guys. And that's what Stone Cold used to do, too. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see uh, see how it played out. Hopefully, you know, they make the uh, the right uh, choice here. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of ways they can they can do it. They can... Like I said, they have a lot of choices to to see what they they try to pull tonight. And hopefully, you know, it's the uh, the choice that doesn't fall flat on the fans. <laughs> yeah, and the other one, I, like I don't know how. Um, as far as marquee matchups, I mean, they they're basing this whole thing off the Undertaker essentially. I mean, yeah, he's the one on the poster. It's his 25th anniversary and everything. I mean, do they just give him the win? I mean, the, the Wyatts honestly need this win more than the Undertaker and Kane do. It's yeah, it's, it's the yeah, Wyatts. All, all Bray, all it seems like all Bray Wyatt ever does is lose, uh, fuse to everybody he faces, and that's what it's like. Yeah, well, do you he, give him a he, win he now, people. but yeah, he bothers them, and then he he loses. And like the the feud yeah, with like, him and Roman Reigns that that went on for months, you know, I mean. It was just him and his, you know, messing with him, his mind games, and then he loses. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. And he already <laughs> lost the Undertaker once at WrestleMania this year. So it's exactly. like, all right, you kind of need to give him, yeah, you need to give him some sort of, uh, even if it's a cheap win somehow over him, you know, just uh, give him some sort of credibility. And if, and if you want to keep the, the feud going, he has to get something. Yeah, because the problem is they're really they're water they're gonna water down this character. He's he's not a threat. He bothers people for a while and then he just gets beat. He's creepy for a while and then he just disappears from them. So I he's got a win tonight. I don't know if they'll 
do that because the whole thing's based on The Undertaker, but the Wyatts need to win more than the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, yeah, and especially at, at this point because, I mean, it seems like, I don't know if this is Taker's uh, one last, you know, run, you know. I mean, there's always the rumors about him, you know, calling it quits and would it be at WrestleMania this year or something like that. And and especially in, in Kane these days, I mean, I don't think anybody can take him seriously uh, as a Yeah, I don't think anybody cares about Kane, the, yeah. Yeah, after the last couple of years, you know, with him and with the authority stuff, and then even when he was facing, you know, Seth Rollins uh, a couple of weeks ago at the event, and then it's like, all right, you know, we we know Kane, we've seen him, it, it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's a, he, we're done with Kane. Nobody cares about Kane. Yeah, it's like Kane and the and the Big Show is the other one too that you know people are just you know sick of seeing every week come out there and do the same stick uh, over and over again. Yep, I'm on board with that as well. I, it's Big Show, Kane, uh, Mark Henry is done for me too. I don't know why they keep traipsing him out there. He can't, he can barely move anymore. He was a threat a couple yeah. of years ago, and they actually they gave him a good run as a really heel champion a couple of years ago. But yeah, he's done. Yeah, I, he's no, he's not relevant anymore. I don't know why those three are even on television anymore. Yeah, well, like you said, we'll be hoping for the uh, the best and hopefully get a uh, good event uh, tonight. I mean, it's not like the Survivor Series uh, of old, you know, the classic. But you know, at this day, we can only take what they'll give us now until you know everybody will sit here and complain about it. But you know, if people keep watching it. You know, we're we're kind of stuck with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's a force of habit at this point. I mean, on paper, it shouldn't be bad. You have, what is it, Reigns versus Del Rio for the first match, and then Owens versus Ambrose. And then out of that, yeah. ideally would be Reigns and Ambrose. So you have three solid matches right there. Um, Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze should be a decent match. I like both of them. I think Tyler Breeze is a very good character. It's very Rick uh, Rick the Model Martellish. I really like yeah, him. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he should get the win tonight. Um, so... On right there, there's four decent matches. I mean, the the Ziggler Breeze thing, honestly, is something that I'm shocked they're doing tonight instead of on Raw tomorrow. Um, right. Yeah. We'll, see if they, yeah. we'll see if they give them enough time to do a good match. And so it it should be a decent enough show tonight. Yeah, I mean, even the uh, the Divas match should be uh, even if uh, you know that all the controversy this week about the Charlotte and Page and you know using the uh, Read players yeah, that you know, and part of the angle and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that but, they uh, built it up good. I mean, I I wasn't really interested in the feud, but when that stuff happened, I mean, you you, you invoke the name of a dead son, dead brother. It's uh, it's kind of taking it to the next level. So it should be interesting to see those two go at it tonight. Yeah, yeah, and that's another one too. If they give those two enough time, they're both great uh, wrestlers. So should be a good match. I mean, and it seems like they'll probably keep that feud going for a little while still as well. Yeah, I think Charlotte should definitely take the win home tonight, but Paige has been doing some really good uh, heel work lately. I really like what she's been doing. Yeah, so it should be, uh, like I said, it should be uh, hopefully an entertaining uh, event there tonight. So uh, now uh, before uh, before we wrap things up here, we need to uh, – I want to just thank you again for uh, the the first ever beer of the week to avoid the uh, the big Ugh. class, you know, gotten, <laughs> getting a, uh, the a lot worst. of people. Uh, yeah, a lot of people yesterday, you know, were coming back and defending it out there on uh, Twitter, you know, saying that uh, they enjoyed it. <laughs> Those people are wrong. I'm telling you right now. Listen to me. 
It's the worst beer I've ever had in my life. I'm, it's not just, you saw those testimonials in that blog. There were six to seven other people. I mean, none of us, none of us could stomach these. Yeah. It's just awful. Awful. Yeah, I mean, I, I, have, not, I have not had the pleasure uh, of trying it uh, yet. So Listen to me, you know, I have... <laughs> I have two cans of it left in my fridge. I will hold on to those until I meet you face to face, and you can have one and tell me what you think of it. All right, uh, I'll be look. I'll be looking forward to uh, to that one. Yeah, because once you you shouldn't because it's awful. Ah, it. <laughs> uh, you heard it here. Dan says you know avoid it at all at all costs. There, no matter what. Uh, well, no, I do of, say uh, this. If you, I do say this. If you see it. You should at least buy it. I mean, it's literally fifty cents a can. So I mean, you gotta. Yeah, I mean, I it's a cheap say. beer. You gotta try it at least once. But it's awful. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like uh, it's cheap enough to to buy it and try it just for the sake of uh, drinking it. You know, I mean, it's still it's still a beer. I mean, it's still alcohol. So I mean, it will still uh, do the work for you. Yeah, it'll still mess you up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's similar like we had. Uh, talked in the past and the, I know you did the uh, post out time for the the Ice House Edge was another uh, beer of the week you know for 99 cents a can it's like you can't not get it at that yeah, point exa- and that's a 25 ounce can you gotta get it you have to at least yeah. try it yeah exactly you can't say and I don't know by me especially even the, even though we I said that they had recently raised the price by me to a dollar nine for a can they raised it by 10 that cents is. over here which yeah, is, you which can is terrible it's but, still uh, readily I mean, affordable. Still for the, yeah, I mean, still for the price, you know, and I think even the alcohol content in that is uh, is higher. Uh, maybe it's like I forget if it was seven percent, something like that. So, I think I mean, it, uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was seven point eight percent on an ice house edge. So yeah, you're definitely gonna yeah. get messed up for a dollar and nine cents. Yeah, and it was like you said too. It's like as long as you drink them quick, you know, don't let it get warm, then uh, yep, exactly. you'll be okay. You know, you'll so, be fine. it's a nice way to. Uh, start off your night, you know, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> suggest, you know, a whole night of drinking, uh, you know, no, ice house absolutely edge, not. if you want to have one just to kind of get your buzz going, uh, that, that's not a bad way to, uh, <laughs> to start off the yeah, evening. That's, that's a good way to start it off. But if you're ending it without ice house edge, you've got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to spend a uh, whole night, you know, just drinking can after can of that. Cause I don't, I get the feeling it's not going to end up well either the uh, the next day or later that night. <laughs> yeah, I would think the next day you're probably going to have a hard time getting out of bed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so all right, Dan. Well, thanks again, Dan, you know, for taking the time today to, uh, you know, discuss the Survivor Series, some uh, big flats. Uh, do you have anything else uh you want to spread the That'll word to do people it, Bob. out there? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on for the first time. I look forward to doing this a few more times, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. And uh, now I know you're in the uh, the Boston area there. Now I know if you've heard the uh, the uh, the rumors and news and everything that we're going to be throwing the uh, the Bumwine Bob uh, WrestleMania bash in Atlantic City. Oh, I have I'm New in Jersey. Atlantic City, right? Yep. yep, yep. So I want to uh, you know throw the invite out to you and uh, your uh, your crew up there. If you guys are interested, if we in are around and we uh, can make it happen, we'll be there. All right, perfect. Yeah, we are trying to spread the word. We got a lot of people on board here. You know, April the third for the WrestleMania 32 bash. So hopefully, uh, we'll see you guys there, and uh, and we'll, why not? We will be in touch uh, 
as always, you know. So I uh, once again, thanks for uh, joining me today. Thanks a lot, Bob. All right, Dan. Take care and uh, and enjoy some uh, football in the Survivor Series tonight. I will. You too, sir. See you later. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. All right. That'll uh, do it for us today here on the show. I want to thank uh, Dan again for taking the time to uh, to join me today. Uh, before we uh, go, I'd like to give a uh, shout out to our new friends over at a Squared Circle Ringwear. You can uh, follow those guys on Twitter at Squared Circle T's. That's just Squared Circle T S. And then also uh, check out their website at squaredcircle.com. They have a lot of uh, cool shirts out there, uh, things of that nature. Could we see a new uh, Bumwine Bob shirt coming your way soon? Uh, you know, stay tuned. Uh, keep tabs on everything out there. So, uh, like I said, that'll do it for us here today. And uh, we will see you guys here again next week on the show. And I will leave you with a, uh, since it is, we're celebrating 25 years of The Undertaker. A little uh, mashup I created of uh, Undertaker themes, starting off with one of my favorites, is a classic song from uh, 1998. So uh, until next time, cheers.